people call in or we see see their numbers and they truly have a financial junk drawer. Right. And what I mean by that is they've got money all over the place where they might have old 401ks because they moved jobs and, right. and then you know, they were doing some research and they're like, well, maybe I should start a Roth IRA. Then their neighbor said, but I'm investing in real estate and, right, you know, right. create passive income. So all of a sudden all your money is getting split all over the place and you truly have this financial junk drawer. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Better Wealth Breakdown, where we break down concepts, ideas, and thoughts from around the world to help you live a more intentional life. And today's topic, we're gonna talk about your financial junk drawer. And yes, don't cut off, because you do have one. And we have seen uh, that a lot ever since we started working with people. And it's been unbelievable. And I know that you had an epiphany actually looking back on one of the podcasts that I had. And uh, yeah, go take it from there. Yeah, so the the podcast you're referencing is Dr. Tim Elmore, uh, where he was talking about the habitudes. And he, he said, well, when you want to push a sibling or a child or somebody you know on a swing, they say, push me higher, push me higher. And a lot of times, well, what do you have to do? You have to actually pull them back further. Yeah. And yeah. I started thinking the same is true in finances, is everybody wants to go further, faster, higher. And I'm trying to say, hey, and we're all really trying to say, yeah. let's take a step back and let's get clear on what you're what you're trying to accomplish. But the reason for that is because people call in or we see see their numbers and they truly have a financial junk drawer. Right. And what I mean by that is they've got money all over the place where they might have old 401ks because they moved jobs. And, right. and then, you know, they were doing some research and they're like, well, maybe I should start a Roth IRA. And then their buddy said, well, but this stock or mutual fund strategy is <laughs> I got is this really stock uh, <laughs> that's going to be hot. <laughs> or then their neighbor said, but I'm investing in real estate and right, you know, right. create passive income. So all of a sudden, all your money is getting split all over the place. And you truly have this financial junk drawer. And I'm willing to bet the majority of you listeners have a junk drawer just in your house somewhere that yeah. it just ends up piling everything up. And then it's disorganized and you usually just keep it closed because you don't really right. want to see what's going on. And the same happens with the finance. Yes, yes, that's a great, that's actually a very great example. Uh, we, growing up, you know, being the oldest of six kids, we had multiple junk drawers. And whenever someone would come over, you'd be like, it, it's that classic, take everything, put it in the drawer and just pray that they don't open that drawer. <laughs> um, but so often, it, and, and, it, and it's such a good example because when that happens, you're not really focused on it. You have no idea of how to measure that. And, and a lot of times it's out of sight, out of mind. And, uh, and that's what a lot of people are doing with their money. Right. And so taking it back to our first principle of clarity is we yeah. actually want to say, Hey, let's take a step back. Let's pull you back on that swing. Let's, let's see what is it that you actually want to do. And you know, that'll be in context of what you do currently have financially or what is in your junk drawer and let's organize it. Right. Because everything gets a lot cleaner, everything gets a lot smoother, and then we can we can push you further, faster, higher, and you can reach the heights that you want to financially. Yep, yep. So a couple things. Number one, look back on yourself. Look at what do you need to go backwards? What do you need to reflect on? Uh, because yes, I know you want to go ahead. I use the example of of knowing where you want to go potentially, but having your foot on the gas and putting having your other foot on the brake. And if that makes you cringe, it should because it's like that's what a lot of people are doing. And so sometimes we have to take a step back, take your foot off the brake, and just by that momentum, you're going to get ahead. Um, the other thing that I want you to do is here. Here's a practical takeaway: look at your cash flow, and and just just start tracking where your money's going you will find areas that go, oh, I didn't know I was spending this, or, or just, and then ask the question, is where my money's going aligned with what I want? Look at where your assets are. 
there's no such thing as bad asset. I know that you're you're going to be writing a book called 401 Not Okay. 401ks are not bad. They're they're an instrument. They may or may not be good for you. So I identify what assets you have and ask the question: Are these assets best aligned with where I, where I want to go? And then also do the same with your debts. Look at look at your debts that you have in your life and ask the question: um, Are these debts helping me get closer to where I want to go or taking that away? That is a that's that's an example of looking within, swinging back, so you have more momentum to go forward. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.